The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. The greater light that Jesus is talking about is you. Remember John chapter 1 verse 4 and 5. Jesus, the Bible says that in him is life and the life is the light of men. So the moment you receive Jesus, the life of Jesus, which is the Zoe life, becomes the light of God in you. Well, are you ready for the word? Turn with me, please, in your Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 16. The book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 16. I read, the Bible says that, And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night, and he made the stars also. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm continuing my message that I started last week titled, Unveiling the Mystery of the Greater Light. Unveiling the Mystery of the Greater Light. The kingdom of God, like I said, is a kingdom full of mysteries. The kingdom of God is a kingdom full of mysteries. That's why in most cases, Jesus teaches in parable. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is like a treasure which was hidden on a field. Why is it hidden? So that you can go and search it out and find it. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 2 The Bible says that it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but it is the honor of kings to search out a matter. In other words, God in his infinite wisdom hides things from public eye view. That's why Jesus said, do not cast your pearls before swine. Kingdom mysteries are kingdom pearls and they are not cast before swines. So if you have special interest in this mystery, you go and search it out. And look at what happens when you search it out. That's why the Bible says that it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. In other words, to hide it. But the honor of kings, you are kings, remember? The honor of kings is to search out that matter. And once you search it out, that means you have the ability to unveil it. Hallelujah. And from today, I decree that everything hidden from you will be revealed in the name of Jesus. Now, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 16, the Bible says that, God made two great lights. The greater lights to rule the day, the lesser lights to rule the night, and he made the stars also. That means there are four different levels of light. Four different levels of light and their purpose. Number one, God made the two great lights. Number one, there are two great lights. Number two, 
he made the greater light. The purpose of the greater light is to rule the day. Number three, he made the lesser light. The lesser light. The purpose of the lesser light is to rule the night. Number four, he made the stars also. The purpose of the stars is to bring illumination into the skies and to give light to the earth. So everything God made is for a purpose. Everything that God made is for a purpose. Please hear me. You cannot operate in the dimension of the greater light until you know who you are. Until you know who you are. In most cases, many people don't know who they are. So let's go and look at who you are in relation to this subject. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 14 to 16. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 14 to 16. I read, this is Jesus speaking. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light to all that are in the house. The 16, it says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. And when they see your good works, they will glorify your father which is in heaven. So the question we want to ask is, what is my purpose here on earth? What is my purpose? Because where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. If you don't know the purpose for which God has brought you here on earth, guess what? You'll abuse yourself. So there are four things we can identify with the scripture we read in Matthew chapter 5 from verse 14 to 16. Number one, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Jesus didn't say you are going to be light. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Now, when Jesus said you are the light of the world, what that simply means is it means influence. Influence. That means you are an influencer. This is our year of influence. And I pray that this year you will influence the world in the name of Jesus. Number two, Jesus said you are a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. You are a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. That means you are a leader. That simply means you are a leader. Jesus said you are a city that is set on a hill. A city set on a hill represents leadership. That means wherever you are, there is that quality within you to lead people. Wherever in your workplace, you must be a leader. You might not necessarily have the title, the team manager or the general manager or the boss or the CEO, but your qualities must display qualities of leadership. 
If anybody is looking for anything at your workplace, the first name that must come to mind is your name. There's a time coming when people think about a church, the name that will come up is solution. Say a good amen to that. Why? Because we are a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. I prophesy over you that nothing will hide you in the name of Jesus. Number three, Jesus said, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And look at what it does. It gives light unto all that are in the house. It gives light to all, not some, To all that are in the house. That talks about direction. 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 You cannot be a great leader without having the qualities of directing people. Are you following me? Direction. Number four. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven that has to do with transformation transformation so there are four things that must be displayed in your life here on earth number one influence everywhere you are you must influence people number two leadership everywhere you are you must lead people number four direction Everywhere you are, you must be directing people to greater purpose and greater heights in life. And number four, you must be transformational. Wherever you are, you bring transformation. Have you noticed that wherever there is light, there is transformation? You can't be a light and not transform people. Now, I want you to look at something very important because Jesus showed us the longevity of our influence. Jesus said something very powerful in the book of John chapter 9, verse 5. Jesus said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Now, notice this is very powerful. Jesus said, As long as I am in this world, I am the light of the world. Now, when Jesus said, as long as I'm in this world, he's not talking about just in life. He's talking about both in life and in death. Jesus has been dead over 2,000 years ago, but his influence is everlasting. Are you following what I'm saying? So Jesus said, as long as I'm in this world, I am what? The light of the world. And that will be your story this year. And not only this year, for the rest of your life. As long as you are in this world, wherever you are, light will follow you. Wherever you are, you will bring light and illumination to people in the name of Jesus. That's why Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 says, The path of the just, the path of the righteous is like a shining light that shineth how? Brighter and brighter. Have you noticed that your shining has no end? 
Are you following what I'm saying? Our shining, the shining, the light of God that is shining through you has no end. Why? Because the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth how? More, more and more, brighter and brighter unto the day of perfection. That will be your story from today. I said that will be your story from today. You see, from today, your story will not be, oh, I had a better last month. No, every month will be better than the previous month. Every year will be better than the previous year. From today, every day of your life will be better than the previous day. I prophesy it over your life in the name of Jesus. This church, we have never known a better last year. We have never known a better last year. Every year has been a better year. Amen. It has been shining and shining and shining. The, why? Because the path of the just shined how? Brighter and brighter. From today, your path will be shining brighter and brighter. I said it to be shining how? Brighter and brighter. You will not go down in life. Your finances will be going up how? Higher and higher. How brighter and brighter. In the mighty name of Jesus. And please note. There are four things that happens when we become or we operate in the greater light. Number one. We shine brighter. Oh glory. We shine how? Brighter. Number two. We dispel darkness. Wherever there is light, darkness has to be dispelled. Number three, we illuminate those that are around us. You see, from today, people will be looking forward to your presence. From today, people will always be looking forward to your presence. You'll say, when is she coming? When is she coming? Because when she comes into this environment, she makes a difference. Number four, we rule wherever we go. Ah, this is powerful. You see, when you pray in the greater light, you rule wherever you go. You are in Africa, you rule. You are in Europe, you rule. You are in America, you rule. You are in Asia, you rule. You are even in the galactic oceans. Or even in the Asiatic ice, icy conditions. You rule. You don't get to... Uh, Iceland where there's so much ice and you are saying who is going to help me? No, you rule. Because you are a greater light. How are you going to rule? You rule because God gives you wisdom and insight to operate in every environment you find yourself in. And that will be your story from today. I said that will be your story from today in the mighty name of Jesus. Well, finally, let's look at a case study of the impact and influence of the greater light and we'll close. Today we are closing very early. 
<laughs> because I'm preaching two different in two different churches. Wisdom is necessary to conserve a little bit of energy. <laughs> you say, Pastor, preach a little bit more. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you people want to draw all the anointing. Let's go and look at a, a very powerful scripture that I believe will bless you. Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1 to 3. Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1 to 3. I read. It says, Arise and shine, for your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Say a good amen. Amen. You see, every time the word is read, remember the word of God is the sure word of prophecy. And when you say amen from your spirit, it becomes your portion. Are you following what I'm saying? So learn to say amen from from the depths of your heart. Because when the prophetic word is declared, the only way you receive it is by saying amen. Saying amen simply means let it be so in my life. So I'll read it again. Arise and shine. Your amen is not good. Arise and shine. For thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It says, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee. For the Lord shall arise upon thee. And his glory shall be seen upon you. Verse 3 says that the Gentiles shall come to to your light. The Gentiles are coming. I said the Gentiles are coming. The Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Say a good amen. Amen. I said say a good amen. Amen. Listen, when you operate in the greater light, this is why I'm teaching this this month, that you catch this revelation of understanding what happens when you start operating in the greater light. You have operated under lesser light for far too long. Many of you have been wanting to be stars for far too long. Yes, praise God, stars are good, but there is a greater light. The greater light is greater than the stars. Are you following what I'm saying? The days of being stars are over. It's our season to operate in the greater light. And last week I taught you that the greater light is you. The greater light that Jesus is talking about is you. Remember John chapter 1 verse 4 and 5. Jesus, the Bible says that in him is life and the life is the light of men. So the moment you receive Jesus, the life of Jesus, which is the Zoe life, becomes the light of God in you. And verse 5 says that, and the light shineth, the light which is in you. 
Now the life of Jesus which has now become the life the life of Jesus which has now become the light when that light shines into darkness the Bible says darkness cannot comprehend it. Darkness cannot understand light. Now, if you are going to operate in the realm where you are ruling, you have to operate in the greater light. Are you following what I'm saying? You have to operate in the greater light. The moment you start operating in the greater light, darkness can never comprehend you. Darkness can never understand you. They can take your name to a shrine. When they take your name there, that shrine will catch fire. Because you are operating in the greater light. In your family, there might be generational curses. But when they come to you, they cannot touch you because you are operating under a greater light. Darkness cannot stand light. Darkness cannot stand light. Darkness cannot comprehend light. Wherever darkness shows up, wherever light shows up, darkness has to flee. And after today, after today, when you receive that anointing, you will operate in that greater light. I said you will operate in that greater light in the name of Jesus. That's why the Bible says that arise. Arise out of what? Arise out of depression. Arise out of spiritual starvation. Arise out of frustration. Arise out of everything that has been holding you down. It's time to arise. Glory be to God. I just came to teach, but you people are pulling some stuff out of me. He says, arise. Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1. Arise. If you don't arise, you can't shine. You have to arise before you can shine. It's time to arise. It's time to stop blaming people. It's time to stop saying, oh, it's the father. It's my mother. It's my uncle. It's that witch. It's that wizard. You are the greater light. You are the greater light. No witch can withstand you. No devil can stop you because you are that greater light. So the Bible says, arise and shine. Somebody say, I will arise and I will shine. Say it better. Say, I will arise and I will shine. Say with me from today, I will arise and I will shine. I prophesy over you in your workplace, you will arise and you will shine. In your area, you will arise and you will shine. In your business, you will arise and you will shine. Every devil, every witch, anything that has held you back up until now, the Bible says in the book of John chapter 3 verse 8, the Bible says that when we operate in the spirit, men cannot understand where we are coming from because as spirit beings, we rule over darkness. From today, you will arise and you will shine. 
I like that testimony that the sister gave. That the sister's foul has been tampered with for years. But one prophetic word came. Light came. Light showed up. The greater light showed up. For years the foul has been hidden. But when light shows up, darkness has to flee. Anyone sitting on your promotion. Anyone sitting on your destiny. I release the glorious light today. I release the glorious light today. To shine in that situation. In the name of Jesus. So the Bible says that arise and shine. Why? For your light is come. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. This ministry is a ministry of light. That's why nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop light. Mm, 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 mm. Nothing can stop light. There is no invention that has been invented. That can ever be invented. That can stop light. Our light has come. I said our light has come. Our light has come. And I want to show you something today. When you stay in the light for long enough. The light turns into glory. When you stay in the light long enough, I'll show you in a minute, your staying in the light turns you into the glory realm. And that's where we are going to. I said, that's where we are going to. That's where our children are going to. That's where our marriage is going to. In the name of Jesus. So the Bible says, Arise, shine, for your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Have you seen the next thing that follows light? The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. What is the glory of God? The glory of God is God in his totality. The glory of God is God in his sovereignty appearing to you. Wherever you see a king, he goes with his entourage. A king doesn't carry money in their pocket. Are you following me? They have someone who carries the money. The queen's head is on the money. She doesn't need to carry her head in her pocket. Wherever you see the queen, that's the money. That's why Everything is called Her Majesty's. It's hers. It's her money. The land is her land. The taxes you are paying is her money. She knows many of you. If she allows you to come and pay your tax, like God allows you to come and pay your tithe, 
you say, Queen, today, I cannot give you 20% or 40%. So she takes it from source before it gets to you. The devil is a liar. I didn't say the queen is the devil, so don't get me scared. Praise God. I love the queen. We all love the queen, don't we? God save the queen. So the Bible says that, okay, so wherever the glory of God is, God shows up in his sovereignty, and wherever the glory of God is, there is no lack. Wherever the glory of God is, there is no sickness. Wherever the glory of God is, depression cannot stand the glory. Why? Because when God shows up in his glory, he comes in his totality, in his fullness. Verse 2 says, For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. The result of the effect of darkness covering the earth is gross darkness covers the people. And we are seeing it in the world today. But I love one thing. But the Bible says that, but the Lord, even though there is darkness, even though gross darkness are covering people, it says, but the Lord shall arise upon you and his glory shall be seen upon thee. How is the glory going to be seen upon you when you stay in the light of enough. Staying in the light is staying in the word. When you stay in the word enough, when people see you, they see the reflection of the glory of God in your life. Verse 3 is powerful. When you are preaching in light, the Bible says that the Gentiles shall come to your light. In other words, the Gentiles are in darkness. The Gentiles are the people in the world. When you are preaching in light, the Bible says that the Gentiles shall come to your light. And not only that, he said, and kings will come to the brightness of your rising. Say a good amen. Amen. I have come to announce to this house, the kings are coming. I said, the kings are coming. Your husband is coming. Your wife is coming. Your children are coming. Anything that has been denied you over the years, it is coming. I prophesy it so today. I said the kings are coming. And guess what? When the kings are coming, they come with gold. They come with silver. They come with a blessing. The kings are coming. Shout a good amen. Amen. The kings are coming. And guess what time or where the kings come to? They only come to the brightness of your rising. The brightness represents the greater light. That's why you have no time to, to waste. It's time to start operating in what? In the greater life. Because the moment, you see, the kings have been waiting all this while. They are waiting for your light. They are waiting for your light to start shining. And the moment your light starts shining, 
Guess what? Nothing can stop the kings from coming. And I decree over you that they are coming. I said they are coming. Nothing will stop them. They are coming. Like the queen of Sheba, she came with gold. She came with everything to come and see what she was told of about Solomon. Your kings are coming. This month, your job is coming. This month, your promotion is coming. This month, that business expansion is coming. This month, joy is coming back into your marriage. In the name of Jesus. Like I said, when you stay in the light long enough, the light becomes the glory. Exodus chapter 33 or 34. Let's look at Exodus 33 from verse 29. Let's see. Exodus 34. Verse 29. Now, you know Exodus chapter 33, verse 18. Go to Exodus 33, verse 18. Moses prayed a prayer. Moses said, Lord, show me what? Your glory. Remember that? Exodus 33 and verse, verse 18. The Bible says that, and he said, I beseech thee, show me your glory. And then he had conversations with God and God said, I cannot show you my glory uh, because you can't see my glory and survive. And God said, uh, I'll, I'll put you by my side. My goodness will pass in front of you because the goodness of God is more than any other thing. If you are not sure what is following you, look behind you. Every day of your life, goodness and mercy is following you. If you are not, if you wake up and say, "Ah, today I don't know what's following me," <laughs> just look behind you. Yeah, goodness. goodness and mercy is following you. So Exodus chapter thirty-four from verse twenty-nine, the Bible says that after that, uh, an encounter with God on the mountain. Look at what happened. The Bible says, "I came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai." with the two tables of testimony in, in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with them. So, can you see the effect of the glory? When you stay under the light of God for so long, the light becomes the glory. And when you stay under the glory of God long enough, the effect of the glory is radiated through you. Remember last week I was saying that the purpose of a radiator is to radiate what? Heat. And the purpose of the Christian is to radiate what? Light. Do you remember that? So when you stay under the glory of God for so long, the next thing is the effect is seen in your life. Verse 30, the Bible says that when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone. Why? Because he had had an encounter with the glory. And they were afraid to come near him. Look at the glory experience. You see, when you, you are operating in the glory zone or in the, in the zone of the greater light, demons and serpents and, and their entourage will be scared of you. Yeah. They will be scared of you. Amen. 
Because in that realm, it's like operating in the God realm. You get it when you get home. Verse 31, the Bible says that Moses called unto them and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned unto him and Moses talked with them. Verse 32, afterward, all the children of Israel came nigh and gave them in commandment all, all that the Lord has spoken with him in Mount Sinai. 33, until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. Can you see what's happening? So because Moses has had a glory encounter where he's talking with the people because he's operating on a very high dimension of glory, they couldn't stand his face. So for him to talk with them, he has to use a veil to cover his face because the brightness of the light that is coming is too much. Thank you, Jesus. That is the season we have come to. That is the season we have come to. They can't handle you because they don't know what is working in you. They don't know how things are working for you. Because you know that you've stayed with God. You've stayed with the glory. You've stayed with the word. And because of that, you are radiating the glory of God. Verse 34 But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off. Can you see what's happening? When Moses goes to the people, he covers himself with the veil. But when he comes to God, he takes the veil off. Why? Because there is glory and glory communicating. Now, this is the level we are coming to. The level where we are operating on the same light as God. When I come to God, I don't have to put a veil. I don't have to cover myself because I have stayed with God long enough and I'm now just like God. Glory be to God. I decree over your life that in this church, men and women's shadow will be healing the sick. Wherever you walk to, sickness will flee. Do you remember when Jesus got to the, to, 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 to Gatherings, the madman of Gadara, before Jesus stepped down, put his foot on the, on the ground, they started screaming and shouting. They said, Jesus, what have we to do with you? Why have you come to torment us before our time? That will be your story. Because you are operating in this greater light. Whenever you step anywhere, demons will scare away and they'll flee from you. So the Bible says that when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out and came out and spoke unto the children of Israel that which he has commanded. Verse 35, and the children of Israel saw the face of Moses that the skin of Moses' face shone and Moses put the veil upon his face again until he went to speak with God. This is a season where you are operating in two dimensions. Father, thank you. Just lift up your hands towards heaven. Say with me, in the name of Jesus, from today, I operate in the level of the greater light. Therefore, 
my season of glory has come. From today, I operate in the realm of God's glory. Wherever I am, wherever I go, the glory of God will be made manifest in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you receive it today? Let's give Jesus a better praise. Hallelujah. Well, today is a special anointing for exploiting creativity. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 10, as we get the anointing oil ready, Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27, it says, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away off thy shoulder and his yoke off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Now what happens is, what I want you to understand is that the anointing increases your speed. When you are operating in the anointing, your speed level is increased. What does a yoke and a burden does? A yoke and a burden slows you down but the anointing increases your speed. It's an anointing for exploits in creativity. Why? Because our heavenly father is a creative father. Genesis chapter one, verse one, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created. That's what we were introduced to our father. God did what? God created the heavens and the earth. He created. He created. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, the Bible says that, and God made man in his own image. In the image of God made he them, male and female created he them. So you and I are made in the image of our heavenly father. And because of that, we are creative beings. Judges chapter 20, verse 16. This, this is what will happen to you from today. Amen. Judges chapter 20, verse 16. The Bible says that, and among all these people, there were 700 chosen men who are left-handed. Left-handed. It said, every man could sling stone at an hair breath and not miss. There's a precision of creativity that you're coming into. Do you understand what the scripture is saying? Can one lady give us their hair? Not fake hair. Real hair. No, no, not that one. A string. Now, now, this, when, when, after today, when you are, please don't bring it because the next thing, they say, they say, the church is taking people's hair to do stuff. The devil is a liar. I'm only using it as an example. The Bible says that they could sling a stone and this is a mouse apart. Now, if a lady lift up a string of their hair from here, you can't see it. But they can throw a stone and not miss it. That's what will happen to your hands today. There will be there will be precision in your creativity. Amen. Some of you are just sitting there and looking at me. Are you receiving this? Yes. 
Let me quickly tell you about Facebook. Facebook is somebody's creative idea. Facebook, 10, 15 years this year. How many of you know that? Facebook is 15. When Facebook started 15 years ago, Mark Zuckerberg did not have money to buy a router to keep Facebook on. He had to go and borrow $3,000 to buy a second-hand router on eBay. How many of you know what a router is? The server, to, to be able to handle the Facebook, this small group of people, the, this was how it started. 15 years ago, he had to borrow $3,000 to start it. And look at what happened. And in those days, they were staying on top of a Chinese building. They had rented a space on a Chinese building, and as students, they worked till late. Today, Facebook is worth $500 billion. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying? That's creativity right there. Amen. Amen. Exodus chapter 31, verse 1 to 5, the Bible says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezaliel, the son of Hero, the son of Her, of the tribe of Judah, and have filled him with the Spirit of God. This is what will come upon you today. Amen. I have filled him with the Spirit of God. Number two, in wisdom. Number three, in understanding. Amen. Number four, in knowledge. Amen. Number five, in all manner of workmanship. Amen. Say a good amen. amen. And when this spirit come upon you, this is what you'll be able to do. Amen. To devise cunning works, creative works. To work in gold, in silver, and in brass. Verse five, in cutting of stones to set them in caverns of timber. To work in all manner of workmanship. Finally, this anointing today is declared the anointing of the Spirit of the Lord to move you forward in creativity. First Samuel chapter 16 verse 13, it says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him, talking about David, in the midst of his brethren. And look at what happened. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So today when you are anointed, the spirit of God will come upon you from that day, from today forward. Now before I anoint you, I want you to write down, open in your notebook or somewhere in your Bible where you, you, you see it all the time, one creative idea. Just one. Just one. One creative idea that you want to be known for. Just one. If it's sewing, write sewing. If it's a designer, write designing. If it's food, write food. Just one. Now, what's going to happen is I am going to anoint three areas of your life. Your head, your mind, and your hands. 
your head, your mind, and your hands. Amen? Your head, your mind, and your hands. So I want you to come prepared. Now, why your hand? Because your hand is going to be operating in precision according to what your mind is telling it to do. Your head so that the anointing of for creativity will stay on you for the rest of your life. Are you ready? Are you ready now? Lift, start, let's rise up on our feet. Start talking to God about that idea that you have written down. Start talking to God about that idea you have written down. There is nothing that is too difficult for God. The anointing is a burden removing yoke destroying power of God. There is nothing that is too difficult for God. Thank you, Jesus. And I want you to start coming row by row. That row, that row, that row, that row. Once you are anointed, Go back, open to that page where you have written that idea and start praying over it. Just sit down, start praying over that idea. Once you have been anointed, you go back and you quickly start praying. When you come, come with your hands open, please. Thank you. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree Judges chapter 20, verse 6, 
upon every hand lifted up. Judges chapter 20 verse 16, upon every hand lifted up. The word says that, and among all these people, there were 700 chosen men left-handed. Everyone could sling stones at an hair breadth and not miss. I prophesy over your people that from today, when we put our hands to that creative idea, we will not miss. I prophesy that you'll bring the needed resources, the required resources, to bring that creative idea to the point of maturity. I decree that out of this church, the greatest inventors will be birthed in this church. They will be known globally across the world. We thank you. We call it done. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It is done. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293 Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.